Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Every stage of our lives brings new challenges and opportunities. And did you know that you can love and embrace all of it? Come with me and let me show you how. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I can't believe we are already starting the second week of January. Can you believe that? Oh, my goodness. It seems like the first week just flew by. (laughs) And I'll be honest with you. I sat down and I listened to this recording and or the recording of this original podcast, and I decided uh, I didn't like it. So I wanted to make some changes. So here we go. We are going to do take two. So here we are, the second week of January, and already my brain is telling me that I am already behind. (laughs) That I am already behind. (laughs) Isn't that ridiculous? But really, seriously, I started to think that, and I've been thinking that for the last few days, and I have felt my anxiety to really start up. And how I felt that, you know, I just kind of felt that tense, that knot in my stomach, and my mind was completely racing. And instead of trying to resist it or ignore it, I decided to lean into this. I decided to lean into my anxiety and actually feel it and get really curious about it. Now, I know we've talked a lot about this before. This is what we call processing emotion, but I I want you to know that it really works. So this is what I did. I stopped what I was doing and I actually just closed my eyes, took a deep breath, and then I felt it in my body. Where was I feeling this anxiety? And I noticed that I was feeling it in my upper back and my shoulders and my neck and a little bit in my stomach. And then I asked myself, okay, why, why am I feeling this? Why, what is making me so anxious? And what is this trying to tell me? So as I thought about it, as I sat there for a second and I thought about why, I realized it was because for the last two and a half weeks or so, I have been hearing various podcasts. I've been reading lots of posts and emails. I've been listening to people speak about their reflection of 2021 and all of their goals, all the goals that they have set for 2022. And I'll be honest, I really hadn't done a whole lot of that. <laughs> yes, I haven't really set concrete goals this for this year, for 2022. And so my brain was offering me this thought as I was listening to everybody else who had already done that, telling me that I was so far behind. Now, once I figured out why this was happening, I realized it was signaling me that that anxiety was actually signaling me to stop, to just stop and to remind my brain, to remind myself that I had already made the decision um, clear back at the second week of December that I knew that my holidays were going to, I was going to have a really full house and I gave permission, I gave myself permission to set aside 
um, setting goals and doing a whole lot of reflecting. And I wanted to spend as much time as I could with my entire family instead, because I knew that I only get a little bit of time with my entire family together. And so I knew that I would have time after everyone left. So I really started to question my brain and question that thought. Is it really true that I'm already behind? Of course not. It wasn't true at all. It was just a story that my brain was trying to tell me. And when I noticed it, I realized that that thought is not true. And so I was able to tell my brain, you know what? That's not true. I had already made these decisions beforehand. It's only July or January 7th. And I am just getting started. And guess what? It is okay. Now, once I did this entire exercise, then I started to have that desire. I was able to get quiet and I was able to really start to reflect on the year 2021. And maybe you've already reflected on your past year and maybe you're way far ahead of me and maybe you're not. I don't know. But today I want to share with you the things that I have learned and have appreciated about the year 2021. Now, for several months, I have noticed that there has been so much negativity around the year 2021. And I keep hearing things like, oh, I can't wait for the new year or, oh, let's get this year over with or 2022 has got to be better, (laughs) which makes me laugh because how do we know, right? And there are so many people that are just dwelling on the effects of the pandemic and the government and the economy and all those things. And I found myself starting to fall into that trap a little bit. Now, I don't deny that there have been some pretty interesting things happening in our world that really we can, that can be interpreted by some people as bad or negative or restrictive or even hopeless, right? We've been struggling as a world to get in front of this global pandemic for a long time. And it seems like that when we take one step forward, pretty soon we're taking two steps back with the various variants that are making their debut. And then when you look at the economy, it's a little nutty, right? In the housing prices everywhere. And I know in Phoenix, because that's where I live, here in Arizona, the housing prices are crazy and it's making it so challenging for those first-time homebuyers to really get into the house that they want. And then I've noticed over the last several weeks, that my grocery bill keeps going up and up and up, as well as all the gas prices. So naturally, my brain wanted to look at all these things and, and just totally get negative about it. Think think total negative thoughts about it. But And there's no denying that these things are happening. But when I really looked back on my year of 2021, I started to notice other things that have happened for me personally, for my family, even in the world. And I noticed that I I started to believe that all these things were happening for me. I really do believe that everything happens for us for our own learning and our own growth. And those are the things I wanted to share with you today. 
So on New Year's Eve, my sons and my husband and I were driving home from my mom, mom's house, and we started talking about 2021. And our conversation, of course, started out with all the negative things that happened over 2021. And it was interesting because my husband and I decided to shift to shift the conversation and really concentrate on all that had happened to our family and those things that we have learned. And 2021 started out really well. We were celebrating a niece's wedding, which was great. But as we were at the wedding, my husband received a phone call stating that his mom was not doing very well health-wise. We knew that her health was declining, but it was getting worse. And so after the wedding, we got back in the car. We headed to California where we were able to spend our last few days with my mother-in-law, who ended up passing away just a few days shy of her 90th birthday. So there we were the very first week of 2021, We were celebrating a wedding, and we were celebrating my mother-in-law's life, and we were mourning in that same week. Now, the things that we learned as a family, we learned a lot. Um, My husband and I, because my husband works from home, he has a lot of flexibility, and we were able to pack up and take everything with us. I was able to take my laptop, his laptop. We were able to work a little bit as we were there helping with his mom. And so the flexibility, we really appreciated that, that we had that flexibility to be with his mom and to, to be with family. And we learned, we learned that we could work together as a family, that we could work and support each other. And nothing was more important at that time in our lives. We also learned how to allow ourselves to grieve and allow others to grieve in their own way. We also found humor in the fact that the small funeral that my mother-in-law had always wanted, she had been telling us for years that she wanted a small funeral. Now, this is kind of funny because my mother-in-law, just her her children and her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren number over a hundred a hundred of us. And <laughs> having a small funeral really, really didn't seem like it was ever going to happen. But that's exactly what she got due to all the COVID restrictions. The only people that were able to attend her actual graveside funeral were her immediate eight children. Actually, seven. One was not able to attend. She got the small funeral that she wanted. And we also learned as a family that we could totally figure out a way for all of us, all hundred of us, to celebrate her life at a later time. Now, there were other celebrations for our family. Our youngest son was able to go back to in-person class at BYU, and he was able to find out that he could graduate six months earlier. And I was reminded that... My children were, can definitely do hard things because the isolation of being 
um, doing class online up at BYU was so difficult for my son. And then, and I, I worried, I worried about that isolation and what the effect that it would have on him. But when in-person learning returned, we were able to celebrate with my son and we appreciated even more the gift of being with others during that college experience. Uh, We celebrated my grandson's very first birthday. He was a true COVID baby. We celebrated another grandson's baptism, and we were able to attend the Adams Family Reunion. And all of these things helped me so much to appreciate the opportunity to gather once again as a family, even though travel restrictions were in place. And it felt so good to reconnect as a family and celebrate with each other in safe ways. One of my sons, Derek, got a new job in Iowa, and he and my husband were able to take a road trip and get him all settled there for his new venture. I became a business owner, and I started my own coaching business. I never in a million years thought that this would happen, but it is. It's happening. And my husband has been able to work from home. And let me tell you, I have appreciated firsthand the work that he has done for the last 30 plus years in this job. I've seen what is required of him in this role. And it is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. But it's been so wonderful to see him be able to be here at home in his own environment. I've learned to appreciate our time together so much more and the flexibility we have um, in our time during our day. In April, we were able to go back to church. And I'm not, I've got to tell you, after not seeing so many of the people that I have grown to love and appreciate, I gained such a greater appreciation of being together every week and appreciation of the fact that we just simply need each other. We were able to travel again, even with all the restrictions in place. And then I was thinking about the technology and how technology has has improved so much. And it has allowed us to worship on Sundays in our homes, but still stay connected with our congregation. It gave us the opportunity to think actually outside the box and realize that we could create new ways of connecting and worshiping while staying safe in this pandemic. And this technology allowed my husband and I to connect with employees and clients all over the world while staying home. It taught us that we could expand our reach without having to travel so much. It was great. Now, 2021 actually taught me three really important things for me personally. And I wanted to touch on those right now. So the first thing that 2021 taught me was this, that I can choose to feel however I want to feel by the way I think about what's happening in the world. I can look at all of this and all that has happened and continues to happen in a way that I want to, in a way that will serve me best. Now, This doesn't mean I have to think or feel positive about it if I choose not to. That's not what I'm saying. I used to think that the cure for feeling anxious or worried or any other negative emotion was to actually think positive thoughts all the time. 
But I have learned that that is not the reality, my friends. This is not what the human experience is all about. We aren't supposed to feel positive all the time. It's just, it's definitely okay to feel those negative emotions. But here's the key. The key is to allow them, to feel them, to understand them, and know where they're coming from. Just like at the beginning of this podcast, I walked you through just how I did that with my anxiety. It's only from that space that we can decide if we want to continue to think and feel those negative thoughts and feelings, if these thoughts and feelings are the ones that we want to keep. Now, honestly, there are some negative feelings and thoughts that I do want to keep. For example, with this COVID pandemic, I choose to think that this disease or illness is real and it's a little scary and I don't like it. And I know there are people I there are people I know personally who have suffered through it or have even lost their lives because of it. And I choose to feel sad about that. But as I allow for that dislike and I allow that sadness and I understand it, I can choose to keep it if I want to and I do want to. But And here's the other key. I can also choose not to dwell on those emotions, not to indulge in them to the point of becoming paralyzed by them. I can allow that dislike. I can allow that sadness. And I can still go on living my life the way I really want to. Now, this awareness and that acknowledgement alone gives me control over my thoughts and my emotions. And when we indulge in those negative thoughts and emotions, we allow them to control us. I have learned in 2021 how to become aware, how to manage my thoughts and emotions so that I am in control of them. All right. I also, I also get to feel hope. I can hope that the researchers and the scientists will soon understand this disease better so that the world can actually get relief from this COVID pandemic. Isn't that just a wonderful thing? Hope. I love that feeling of hope. All right. So the second thing that I have learned is this, that I have the capability to create. I never thought about myself as a creative person at all. ever. And guess what? I, I am. I am a creator. I have learned how to create new beliefs about myself and my relationships with my husband, my family, my friends, and I can create new ways of doing things, doing those things that I love to do. Um, I love to connect with others And I have been able to find creative ways to do that. I love to read to my grandsons. And we have found through Zoom, through FaceTime, that actually I can sit and I can read for sometimes hours on end to my grandsons, which has been so awesome to stay connected with them. I've actually created my own coaching business. I've created programs. I've created a podcast. I never in a million years thought that I would be doing a podcast, but here I am (laughs) creating ways to connect with my clients and creating ways to teach, teach all of these tools that I have 
that have helped me so much, I have found ways to create to create a way of teaching these tools to others. And that is a wonderful, wonderful feeling. We are all creators. That's what we have been sent to earth to do, to create. We are children of God, and he is the creator of all, and he has given us that power to create. Isn't that amazing? The third thing that I have that I have learned personally is that I have the ability to honor the agency of others. And with that ability, I can become more compassionate and more charitable. With so, There are so many opinions and so many controversies being thrown at us almost daily. And I've learned more than ever that whatever I feel is right for me to follow is for me to decide only nobody else. And along with that, I do not have the right to decide what others choose to do or to follow. The only thing I can do is to honor their choice and to love them. Now, am I perfect at this? Oh, no, not yet. Not by a long shot, but I am willing to keep working on it because it creates more peace in my life. And that's what I want, more peace in my life. I am looking so forward to this brand new year. I can't even tell you. I am taking what I have learned from 2021 and building on those things, becoming more aware of my thoughts and feelings and creating the ones that will serve me best. I want to continue to tap into my own creativity and create even more in my business and more in my personal life. And I want to honor others' agencies and really let love always be an option for me. So what is it that you want to look forward to in this upcoming year? I would love to hear all about it. And you can do this in so many ways. Really, we can connect in so many ways. You can go to my website at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com and sign up for a free coaching session where we can actually talk face-to-face. I would love that. Or you can tell me in a review on Apple Podcasts or even leave a comment on my Facebook or Instagram account. Whatever you want, I would love to hear from you. Okay, my friends. I love you all for listening. Have a great day, and I will talk with you next week. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach. 